my name is Grace Butler. Hi, I'm Katie Duggan. And this is the Are You Well podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back for episode three. We have no Katie this week. As we said, we'd shake things up a little bit and bring on a guest in the form of Sive Duffy. But fear not, Katie will be back next week. Sive is a business owner and a mother among many other things. We had a really good chat on a number of high vibe topics such as finding your purpose, being creative, trusting in the universe and much, much more. I do have to apologise as I made a few rookie errors as far as the sound goes, but I know what I need to fix so it should um, get better going forward. Uh, I really enjoyed this chat and I hope you guys do too. Thank you very much for listening. So welcome to the podcast, Sive. Hi, Grace. How are you? Thanks so much for having me. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So for those of you who don't know... Um, Saib is the owner of Grow Unlimited, which is a hair salon in Waterford. But I'm actually going to use Saib's Instagram bio to kind of describe her fully because it covers pretty much everything. So Saib is creative, she is plant-based, a mother, lover, Reiki master, and then owner of Grow Unlimited. So mm, have you anything that's... to add to that? Um, <laughs> no, I think that's... Um, I was actually only thinking then... The other day I was actually only looking at my bio you know and because I was watching a video and I can't remember what it was um, or who it was but it was um, about not kind of defining yourself like you know being very aware of um, I suppose like who you say you are and like you know I suppose the boundaries that you put around yourself and what you define yourself as you know because I suppose we're changing and um all the time you know so I was actually looking at that the other day and I was, I was gonna change some things and I might actually change things but no I think that is um uh, you know at the moment it kind of sums up different parts of my life and different aspects of my life at the moment so well, yeah yeah it's, it's quite wide-ranging I suppose but you're 100% right in what you're saying because I think in our in our minds we definitely put ourselves into boxes and then when we put ourselves into these boxes, we can, without even realising it, we end up cutting off a lot of possibilities for ourselves. That's it. Yeah. yeah that's so it. I, I'm very kind of like, I don't know what I am and I don't care. And I'm just, yeah. just going to be whatever, whatever comes to me that day. That's it. Like going with the flow and being, I suppose, open-minded and not kind of um, cutting off anybody or you know, um, you know, making people think that you might judge them in a way because they don't see things the way that you see them, you know? So, yeah, um, yeah no, I think that is, um, it's something we should just be aware of. I think, you know, even though we have, we might have a strong belief, it's like then in a year or two from now, that belief could be completely different. That might be something that was programmed or conditioned into us or, you know, we just don't know, you know, and then you're kind of going through these layers all the time and removing different parts of yourself and growing as well yeah. so um, you know we're not the same people that we are in each moment either so yeah no not at all I'm not even the same person that I was when I woke up this morning yeah we're definitely ever evolving like depending yeah. on the mood and what's going on and the weather the weather is fabulous at the moment so I think I think that's that's definitely very helpful as far as because everyone is 
everyone was in panic state, not panic station, but everyone was kind of like, what is this? What are we doing? What is life? You know? So I think, yeah. I think the weather being nice outside definitely helps it along a little bit because at least you can go outside the door and go for a walk and yeah like that even breathing in the fresh air and um whereas i actually found because the weather has been quite nice but i actually found i have um been quite like in a high energy kind of mood ever since this kind of started you know but on i think it was sunday it was was that the day when it was kind of raining and it was very dark and i actually think that day and i remember feeling just like completely exhausted like you know um I do think it did have kind of a direct correlation with the weather and stuff like that as well. So it is much easier and it's lovely with the um, the lighter evenings as well. Oh, it makes such a difference, doesn't it? Even just making the day longer because I feel, I feel like I can, I can kind of, I can kind of take, not, not the, I, I don't know what it is, but I always rush in that. I'm like, I have to get this done now before it's dark. And by the time it's dark, I need to sit down and... But now, because it's kind of longer, I can kind of go, ah, I have loads of time, I have loads of time. And kind of just flow with things a little bit more rather than rushing myself. Because at the end of the day, what am I rushing for? It's not like anybody can go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. exactly, that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, what's funny is that we've been living in this real linear space, like time space where everything is like, you know, I have to be here at this time. And the day is this time, this time and whatever. And since all this has happened, everyone's like, what day is it? You know, like everything is like, <laughs> that like time is an illusion just into perspective where you're like there is no rushing anymore you know things no. will get done and, you know um, and I think that's actually really nice um, yeah oh it know. is it's lovely I used to always I used to always say to my friends you know like if my friends would be getting on to me for being late because I am late for everything all the time yeah, I've never been, <laughs> never been early for anything in my life um, but I'd always be saying to my friends messing I'd be like time is just a construct time is just a construct time really is just a construct now and it doesn't mean a whole lot it could be two o'clock it could be 11 o'clock in the morning who knows is it Monday is it Saturday I'm just clue I'm just, just going yeah. through everything it's nice it's a nice um it's a nice change of pace yes yeah 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 definitely um so, like from go on sorry um, no, just for me, um, I'm, that's one thing I'm really just loving. Like, I've just been so busy, like, so busy, I suppose, for the last few years. And um, just having the space and the time now. And I was actually praying just for more time with my family and for more time for other, I felt pulled to do other things in my life as well, you know. And I feel like, you know, um, this is a real gift, you know, for me anyway. Like, personally, it's just yeah. being personal. Like I just feel like I've just been given. I'm like, when are we ever gonna have? Like, if you're in, if you're self-employed or if you're in a full-time job or anything like that, when are you ever gonna have this time off again to just do whatever? You know, to do nothing really. You know, but yeah. Um, at the same time, there's a lot of things happening underneath the surface then as well with yourself and, and things like that as well. Um, but so yeah, I just feel like it's like even what you were you and Katie your last podcast on um you know, stop doing and just be like, I really think that's what it is, you know? Oh, it's so, Um, it's so important. That's something I definitely struggle with is just to kind of, because even this morning I was lying in bed and I was like, right, I should get up now and I should go do this and I should go do this and I should go do this. I'm like, why? Why do I need to do those things? Um, Oh, okay, fair enough. 
I will do those things at some point, but why do I need to do them right now? And then in the wind up, then I ended up just laying in the bed for an hour, looking out the window at the sunshine. And I was like, this is also lovely just to lie here and ponder and just kind of go, ah, yeah. Yeah, bring yeah, it yeah. all back down. So what yeah. have what have you been doing with yourself the last couple of weeks to kind of keep sane and keep keep going? You know, I've kind of like there hasn't ever been a moment kind of for me where I've been like you know, um, I suppose when you're a child as well, it's different because you're always busy. You know, yeah. um, you're always busy. You know, especially like I'm a toddler, so she's into everything at the moment. You know, so. <laughs> busy I'm always busy with her and um I suppose for me it's just being creative you know and that's yeah. something that's really and I think everybody can tap into their creativity you know some people say like you know when I'm not um they wouldn't see themselves as being creative but even like us talking now that's us creating we're creating oh yeah absolutely um and like anything you know you don't have to be like artistic in a way but just um just doing anything really, which kind of brings cooking. you that spark. Like, cooking, cooking. We all yeah. cook. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um, so that's been what I've really just been in this real creative flow. Um, and I suppose it kind of really started for me. Um, I would say kind of like late last year, maybe around October last year. But now it's really just kind of coming into. Um, it's really coming to life. Yeah, I come to life and just more fruition and just having the time to actually do that and to just dedicate to it, which is just um, amazing. Because a lot of the time we create, you know, with creativity and like you might get inspired thought and you're working or you're doing your, yeah. you know, for me, I'd be like taking a note on my phone or something like that to come back to it. But the moment is kind of nearly lost, you know. Um, yeah. So to be able to go with the flow of that is just, it's, it's so nice, you know. Yeah, um, I don't know if you've ever read the book um, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, but she, oh, it's, it's a very good book for anybody who, first of all, for anybody who has an idea that they're afraid to follow, it's a very good book to read. Um, and for anyone who, who, think, who has something that they would like to create but doesn't necessarily think that they are creative as such, but she basically says that ideas themselves are like these little entities and if you so the idea will pick you and then if you don't bring that idea to life that idea will go and find somebody else to bring it to life which i think is a lovely principle it's a lovely way to think about it it is it is and that's how um you know sometimes like you might start doing something but then you see somebody else kind of doing it as well it's like this there's this kind of there's something that we can all tap into, you know, and we all have our own unique way of doing things, but that, you know, a few people can get kind of the same idea at the same time. And it just depends on who's going to roll that. Like you might have an idea for something and then see you didn't maybe follow through on it. And then you're like, oh my gosh, that like a month later, oh, so-and-so is actually doing that. I have that idea, but it's like, it all comes from source. It all comes from like the same place. And it's just whoever has, um the ability to just go through with it and to feel you know um i suppose to feel like they can bring it to fruition as well so yeah absolutely um, absolutely yeah. i think this time i think having all of this free time is definitely is definitely beneficial like you said because there's there's so many little ideas that we would all have and there's so many things we go oh i'd love to do that and i'd love to do that and i'd love to do that 
and like now we, 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 don't, we can't really do a whole lot else so why not do that thing bring that idea to life whatever it is like even with the podcast me and Kate I've, ha- I've wanted to do a podcast for over a year I've been pondering about uh, thinking about a podcast and then all of a sudden the timing was just perfect and I yeah. had to, I kind of linked, linked up with Katie and I started working with Katie on different things and then it just it just worked out and now I'm so glad I did it and it doesn't matter if anybody else has your idea it doesn't matter if somebody else is doing the thing that you want to do do it anyway there's enough yeah. there's enough in this for all of us there's enough people in the world that we can we there's, there can be there can be a few of us doing the same thing at once do you know what I mean it doesn't yeah. matter and that being yeah. said you could have an idea to do to to do something and I could have a very similar idea to do something but then if we both execute that the way you do the way you the finished product that you come out with and the finished product that I come out with they're going to be two completely different things anyway because we are two completely different people exactly exactly yeah so it kind of it kind of ebbs and flows like that um and just to touch on what you said there then as well um about it's obviously you're a mother as well and you're you're a business owner so it must be really Mm. nice for you to have that to have that time with your family and be able to be able to spend time with the little one as well oh definitely like that's been something that's just um like huge for me really Mm -hmm. and like huge for the family unit as well because um like when you're self-employed and you have like I'd only opened my salon three months and I found out I was pregnant and it was a big shock at the time you know um and you know the whole thing is kind of like a whirlwind and like you have this other like it's like having two babies because the business is also like another baby you're after birthing this other you know creation and you have to give that all of your energy as well mm-hmm. and um like I would have had her in the October and then it was like the November I was back in doing clients you know so I never really got that time with her um you know to just stay at home I never really got the time to just not have to think about anything else and yeah. stay at home and just nurture my baby you know yeah um so um yeah it's just like this is just a gift that um you know you can't buy time and it really just you know you really realize that when you have when you have children you know and I just think it's about giving like there's so many things then that you could go on and be like I need to start doing this for my business because things come up that you haven't had time to deal with before like when you're working all the time like with people um so it's just um but it's amazing to just be able to like put those things aside and just concentrate on the connection that you have with your child as well and i'm sure there's many business owners that um feel the exact same way and that's the thing about this time as well we get to kind of realize what's not serving us like what are we doing in our life actually that we want to cut out that we're like i'm wasting energy there with that you know this is more important and i think that like this time gives us that perspective on our lives to be like no that's not working I need to do this so that I'm able to have this extra time or, you know, this space to do whatever, you know. Um, So, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people kind of feeling the same, especially with small businesses, family-run businesses um, as well, you know. Um, Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, I, I, there was a, another book that I've read or no I haven't actually read this book I um I've listened to a couple of interviews and talks that this woman has done and the book is on my list of books I want to read yeah. her name, the the author's name is Elle Luna and she wrote a book called The Crossroads of Should and Must 
and the okay. principle of the book is that we have all of these things that we are conditioned to think that we should be doing or that yeah. we have conditioned ourselves into thinking that we should be doing and then we have things that we must do and these are the things that our heart wants the the things that we read that deep like deep inside that we want to create the places that we want to go the things that we want to do that are for, for ourselves um, that we kind of deny because we have all of these obligations or responsibilities or whatever and I really enjoy that principle because, and I think it's really applicable now because we have been forced to stop and it's, it's just the perfect time to look around and go I actually hate doing that I really don't like this this is sapping all of my energy why do I spend so much time on that and then you're kind of like you cut those things out and you're like no i have all the time in the world because yeah. a lot of the time when you have these things that you inverted commas should be doing they take so much time and energy because you don't necessarily want to be doing them so you drag your heels with them and then yeah. but you're still thinking about doing them so you're exhausted so it is it's a it's a very good opportunity at the moment to kind of sit back and go i like this i don't like this this is not working, this is working, and just kind of reevaluate and see because yeah. it's very easy to get caught up in the spin of life and kind of and just leave life take you for a ride as opposed to you being at the being in at the in the driver's seat. Absolutely. So it's a good exactly. way to take back that control. Yeah. And for me anyway, one of the things that came up was like, who am I doing this for? Like, am I doing this for myself? Or am I doing it because I feel like this person wants me to do it or I want to please this person or like that's been a huge thing for me. Um, this year actually since January is realizing that I would be like more of an overgiver. So I kind of um, wasn't, I suppose, as open to receiving as I was um, to giving and I would always kind of um, unconsciously put myself in positions where I'm uh, I'm not able to say no, you know, just like these things not having healthy boundaries and I found myself in a cycle of doing things because I felt like, oh, but what will this person think if I'm not doing this? And um, that's something that's really, it was like a penny dropped at me this January out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah. okay, this has to stop now, you know, like, and the whole, I always heard of like, you know, we can't pour from an empty cup, but that really resonated with me just January as well, where I was like, I never realized that you could have a full overflowing, like an abundantly overflowing cup and that you're meant to give from the, abundantly from the overflow, not from yeah. your actual cup. And I yes. always, my whole life, just been given from and felt depleted and felt, all these kind of, I suppose, negative kind of emotions or how I would perceive them as negative. Um, and that's a lesson that I've really learned kind of this year as in tuning into myself and be like, is this serving me? If it's not serving me, then just, you know, goodbye and just, you know, um, letting it go rather than kind of like staying in these old narratives. And um, just because, you know, I feel other people want me to be there kind of a thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you find, so do you find with yourself that since you kind of had that realization and you're able to put up these boundaries to protect yourself, do you find that you're actually able to be there for the people around you even more because you're yeah. looking after yourself? Yeah, totally, totally. Because yeah. I don't feel defeated all the time. I don't yeah. feel defeated and a bit resentful and, you know, like all these kind of, um, 
low vibrational like yeah um, feelings basically that are kind of like they drag you down you know like and it's it's a, and like I learned to say I learned to be able to say with confidence you know I love you but no you know that's mm-hmm. not serving me right now but I love you you know like I love mm-hmm. you but no and that's something that I think so many people um could benefit from you know and that it's not a kind of you're not being selfish but you're acknowledging you're being true to yourself you know and like you said other people then benefit so much more from you because you're standing in your truth and you're being your authentic self rather than you know um going along with other people's narratives kind of you know so oh yeah absolutely like i i think i briefly mentioned this on the first podcast that we did but if i go look at myself in january 2019 i can hold Mm. my hands up and safely say that i was a basket case an Mm. absolute basket case of emotion i was i my anxiety was never as bad as it was at that particular point in time and then kind of it exploded then about a month or two later it just I couldn't go on the way I was going and then I ended up going into hibernation as I call it for about six months and I just didn't go anywhere I went to work and that was it I didn't really socialize I was at home I was journaling I was doing my best to meditate I was just thinking really just processing all of the things that went through my head and then in that throughout that I realized then that I had said in my in my my struggle to please everybody I had set absolutely no boundaries for myself and I had wore myself down to the bone and now I am so 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 thankful for that whole explosion because there have been various things that have happened over the last six or eight months in my family and in my life that if that explosion hadn't have happened I would have absolutely spun out of control my mental health would have deteriorated to nothing and I am so 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 grateful that I had that realization that I did put up these boundaries and don't worry I got plenty of resistance when these boundaries when these boundaries went up initially do you know what I mean some people just couldn't understand it but it meant that when all of these these things did happen in my family and when say my grandmother died before Christmas and when so when I lost my grandmother I was so much better equipped to deal with my own emotions that I was nearly able to to kind of look after myself in that respect and be there for for my family as well whereas if I hadn't had that that breakdown and hadn't put up those boundaries not only would I have not been able to be there for my family I would have been an additional thing that they had to take care of so why say my poor mother my mother was managing her own grief I would have been a basket case in the corner that would have been another thing for her to worry about and I'm just so glad that I did put up these boundaries and I did kind of start to listen to myself and look after myself because it's it's made me back tenfold and it has it just it has meant that the way I approach even just not even just dealing with emotions or dealing with grief or dealing with whatever but just the way I approach my life now things happen and things go wrong now and I'm like oh fine we'll figure it out it's fine like and it's like what Marie Forleo says everything is figure outable which it is yes yeah exactly 
Um, and I think you touched on that in the um, the last podcast that yourself and Katie did as well about these kind of difficult experiences. Really, when you look back on them, they 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 are your teachers, you know, and they are your um, they make you into the person that you are now, you know. And even though it's very difficult at the time, um, and growth is is very difficult, you know. Um, at the time, you're like, why is this happening to me? There is a bigger plan, and. Um, it is for your higher good um, to go through that, you know. Oh, totally. Um, it's great that you could do that, like, and on your own and come out with that, with that conclusion from going through something like that, because it's not, it's not easy. No, it, no, and I think one thing I will say as well, just for anybody who's listening to this, my way of dealing with things is on my own. I have to go into my head and I have to, it's as if I'm literally tidying up. It's as if I was, yeah. you know, like picking the mess up and reorganizing it in my head. That I, and, and that's the way I go through things. But then other people would need would need an awful lot more support, and that is perfectly fine as well. There's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong with that either. I will I will say that I'm quite lucky that I that that that's my way of dealing with it. Is that I do, I nearly need everybody to leave me alone. But then other yeah. people need to have need a lot of support and, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Then every single person is different. The way we manage things are different. The way we react to things are different. And there's nothing, there's no right or wrong way to deal with something and there's no right or wrong way to feel about something either. Yeah, exactly. No, that's so true. Yeah. And we all have our own internal worlds, you know, so even you could be we could both be experiencing the same thing but when we tell each other about it i could have a completely different story to you so oh, yeah our own you know internal worlds that we carry around with us as well so um but yeah that's that's um that was really interesting yeah and nothing nothing there's no feeling that we have is completely unique and what i mean by that is you are not, if you are experiencing something, whether you're experiencing loss or whether, whatever it is, you are yeah. not the first person to feel that and you mm -hmm. certainly won't be the last. And I think for me, when I, when, when I was suffering from depression and then when I was suffering with my anxiety, I always felt so very alone. But then yeah. this real, I, I, somebody said this to me one day that like, you are not the first person who has felt this. You are not the only person who was feeling this at this time. And you're not the only person who will feel it. And I, in that then I was kind of like, well, if I'm not the only person, it means that there are however many other people who have experienced this. And then there are however many people who have experienced it and gotten to the other side of it and moved on from it. And yeah, then when you realize when you realize that then it's kind of like okay light at the end of the tunnel if nothing else I, I i know in my head that so many other people have gotten through it so i can get through it exactly exactly um did you see the youtube video um finding joe uh no i didn't but i've heard of it yeah it's um it's really good but it could be it's basically like the hero's journey so um is this guy basically that realized that in every um kind of movie and in any successful person um there was like the hero's journey so it's basically the separation so you get separated um with resistance kind of uh, from the situation then you have your initiation and then you come back to tell the story and the initiation is always something you know like they're fighting the whatever or you know but it can actually be 
like that could be put into context with somebody who is going through a really dark time you know that that is actually the initiation and then the like when you come out of that and you come back to tell your story that could be really helping somebody else like you can somebody can resonate with you on that level and you can really help them like i've been there and i'm yeah. here look what i am now you know so um yeah so i i well, think that's sorry what i what i actually i said this to somebody here recently um about it was kind of the reasons on why i wanted to start the podcast and then why I wanted to do a number of different things and it was I remember saying that I have suffered from depression I've suffered from anxiety and I like I've suffered with my mental health since I was in school do you know what I mean and I god it was very 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 difficult for a number of years and I honestly didn't there were times where I was like how am I ever going to get out to the other side of this and all I really all I did was kind of a lot of it was sitting and waiting really it wasn't that I was doing anything in particular it was I was existing for a little while but I got I got to the other side of it and then yeah. once I got to the other side of it, things started to get a little bit better and a little bit better. And then all of a sudden my life got exponentially better. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is brilliant. I, I like this life thing. I didn't like it for a very long time, but I like it now. And yeah. then but because I have suffered what I've suffered and I've and I've made it and I've got gotten through it and I am would describe myself as a very happy person now um yeah. i feel like i'm robbing the universe if i don't share that and try and help somebody else with it because i feel like that's a gift in and of itself the fact that i got through it and then of if course. i don't pay that if i don't pay that forward then because i know there are an infinite number of people on this planet who are suffering so i feel like if i've gone through what i've gone through and i don't try and help others get through what they're going through well then i just feel like I've, I've as i said robbed the universe and and it's not fair i just i feel an obligation to to pay it forward and to do my best to help to help others who are going through similar or something along the same scale yeah exactly like that is actually you know when you're looking for your life purpose you know you'd be like what is my life purpose and you're trying to make it in your head you're like you know this person's doing that or you know you feel like you don't have life purpose but what your actual life purpose is finding your gift we all have gifts we have multiple gifts yeah. and then sharing with others like sharing them with humanity and like that's it like that's literally mm -hmm. like, there's no big um you know there's there's nothing that you have to really go and like everybody's everybody's is completely different and even like um your purpose like holding the door open for somebody for an elderly person or for a child or for a lady or something like that in that moment that's your purpose is just yeah. to hold that door yeah but there is no people who can kind of overthink it I've done, I've done it before as well where i'm like you know i don't know what my purpose is in life and but it's it's literally whatever makes you feel you know that feeling inside mm -hmm. where you're giving you know and that's what yeah. it's all about yeah i think i i had briefly said the, i me and katie spoke about school in the last podcast and then since then i have been thinking about school and what i got from school what i didn't get from school and one one thing one little kind of um grudge grievance that i have with school yeah. is that i spent so long there doing all of these subjects and then I came out of school 
and I spent, so I've been out of school, what, eight years now, nine years, and I've spent the last eight, nine years trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. So I had spent mm. all of this time in school and I came out none the wiser as to what I wanted to do. And I was always like, do I want to be a scientist? Do I want to be an architect? Do I want to be an accountant? Do I want to be a this? Do I want to be a that? And then I realized there only a few months ago, I don't want to be an anything. I want to help people. And after yeah. that, I don't care how I do it. I don't care yeah. what format it takes. And I am quite happy to spend the rest of my life kind of not having a particular job as such, but kind of having my hands in a load of different pots and doing loads of different things. Yeah. And I'm also quite comfortable with the fact that I can wake up in the morning and say, I don't want to do that anymore. Like I could, I, uh, I could see myself spending 10 years on something and then waking up some morning and go, okay, I'm done now. I'm just let that yeah. be that and move on to something else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that like what you're saying about purpose, it, it's it's kind of finding what lights you up on the inside and something like that we all have things that light us up and yeah. then just kind of following that and see where that takes you yeah exactly yeah 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 and that's amazing that you have that you know um that freedom with yourself to be able to and that you're honoring yourself enough to say and that's it you know um like in each moment we are completely different and your beliefs and everything like that can be completely different um what you love can be completely different and um there's like there's so many times that um i'm sure that people come to a point in their career or in their life where they're like this isn't serving me anymore or like that i come to the end of the road with this journey yeah. and the people stay in you know and that's what you know they can become angry or they can become resentful or um they just don't know how to move forward mm -hmm. so the fact that you're saying that you know it's great that you know you're so young and you you know this about yourself and you know and you honor yourself if you feel like no this isn't i'm done with this now then you're done and you can move on without the fear of anything kind of getting in the way which is brilliant that's really really good i'm very 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 grateful for that realization because since i came to that realization i have taken a whole world of pressure off of myself because yes. up to that point I was like I need to I remember even going to college I I I have gone to and dropped out of college four times and every time it was just because I was going into college because I was like I need a degree I have to have a degree I'm not going to be I'm not going to amount to anything without a degree I need one and I battered myself into college four times and what happens to me is my whole body breaks down so I would yeah. break out in eczema and psoriasis, all or mm -hmm. whichever one of them it is, all over my body. My hair starts to get really thin. My skin gets so dry and sore and horrible. My stomach, my stomach will just go completely. I can't, everything I eat will agitate my stomach in some way or another. And it's, my whole body breaks down. And for years, I always had those two issues separated. First of all, I was in complete denial about um, about what I wanted to do in my life because I what I wanted to do was not education. So I was in yeah. denial about that, but I had never connected the two together until kind of last year or the, the year before maybe. And it was only when I connected that when I realized that the two were connected, I was like, I need to start listening to myself. I need to start doing what is right for me and not what I think is right for me based on what everybody around me is doing because we are yeah. all different 
Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. And I think that's something that's kind of a little bit maybe flawed, maybe a little bit in our schooling system that we're given like this list of these are the acceptable jobs that you can go into and there's nothing, you know, there's nothing else when really um, that's so far from the truth. Like this whole grinding nine to five, like the grind is done. You know what I mean? Like the grind is done now. It's about like, you know, it is just about, you know, finding your, um, finding, following your bliss and making that work for you, you know, and not having this um, like fear and anxiety and I have to work and that, you know, I think it was Deepak um, Chopra has um, said, you know, the least amount of effort, most amount of reward, you know, mm. and that's the kind of mentality we need to be not. And the schooling system doesn't give us that. The schooling system is like, you need to study so hard and get however many points to get into college, you know, and then you need to study again. And yeah. without even knowing if you, you know, if this, and then you need to get a mortgage and then you need to get married and then you need to this, that and the other. And it's like, no, like that, you know, I don't know, like that doesn't resonate with me, you know? Yeah. Um, and I suppose like my journey as well, like I, was the same as you didn't have a clue what I wanted to do I knew I was a bit artistic throughout school didn't get on good in school at all um <laughs> was your sister. <laughs> like wasn't very academic um you know always daydreaming you know <laughs> I've been out of school um <laughs> and like my mother is a teacher so she kind of filled out my CAO for me and she put down like architecture on it and um I ended up getting it anyway, like after, um, uh, you know, uh, after I did leaving cert. But and I remember just doing like a month, but then it was all tech drawn. I'd never done tech drawn before. Mm -hmm. Everyone else in the course had done tech drawn from like first year to sixth year, you know, never done it before. And I was just like, I can't do this, you know. So I ended up dropping out. And how I actually got into hairdressing was um, I was doing nothing. Like I was doing nothing for a while. For about a year, I'd say I was doing nothing really didn't know and I wasn't very happy really didn't know mm. felt a bit lost didn't know felt a bit worthless all my friends were in college they were all up in Dublin you know mm. um living their best lives or so I thought you know at the time yeah. and um I ended up just doing a hairdressing my course in CTI just to learn how to do my own hair and then the tutor there said you know you've got a flair this maybe you should you know go into you know maybe you should do the two-year course so then I applied yeah. for the two-year and I got that and then I ended up getting an apprenticeship from that and that's kind of how it went but if you'd said to me um like you know like 15 years ago you'd be a hairdresser I'd be like what you know like yeah. um it was never something that was that had ever been on my mind before you know mm -hmm. um but and like that, then if you'd say you'd have owned a salon, like I was so shy growing up, I could never imagine myself being a leader in any capacity. Mm -hmm. I was so shy and I'd shrink myself down. I was always really, really tall. And like I, I was born in London and then we moved to Mayo when I was um, when I was eight. So you can imagine the contrast of like London to Mayo. And I remember yeah. being like the tallest girl in the class, like taller nearly than you know some of the boys and having to nearly like hunching over my shoulder shrinking myself down mm -hmm. and it's only kind of really in since I was about like maybe I suppose maybe like 24 onwards that I really began to kind of just embrace myself and embrace where I was going and be more confident and I suppose being a biz business owner for me really was my kind of one of my initiations because it was something that I had a lot of resistance against um 
that kind of just happened and um, it brought up a lot of challenges for me along the way but I am so glad that I've learned from from that and from those situations you know mm-hmm. um so yeah I can't even remember where this is going but I just I, um, I suppose it's the uncertainty and just the like don't like the boxes like there, there yeah. are no boxes you know and you can make yeah. a job for yourself out of anything by mm-hmm. doing what you love and you really can if you believe that if you really believe that um, and your tribe will find you you know like mm-hmm. even for example like with the with the crystal with the pieces that I make and say if I'm putting it up I just know that the right person will be there for that piece yeah. you know I just know that it's like I'm just when I when I put it up and like with the love and like the vibration I suppose that I'm kind of sending out when I mm. Up, I just know that, like that, that's meant for somebody, and that yeah. person will come, and that it's meant to go to them. You know, there is never any stress or worry or anything. And if there, if somebody doesn't come forward for it, then it's not the right time, or maybe I'm meant to have it. Maybe yeah, I'm meant yeah, to yeah. Um, and I just think it's about having that kind of more open-minded about everything in our lives mm-hmm. and the stress that we put ourselves under. Like at the end of the day. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, these things that we beat ourselves up over, it doesn't actually matter. No, and I think, um, I think we get, I think we all get kind of bent out of shape trying to force things to. So if something is not moving quick enough for us or if something is not happening the way we want it to or whatever, that we kind of try and force the issue. But I have found myself that if I just kind of, you know, I, when I say sit back and let things happen, what I mean by that is, is if I just keep ticking over and doing my little bit every single day and do just keep on top of things, but and not, not try and drive things forward too much, then the right yeah. things come, the right people come and the whatever I'm looking, it, it, it all just falls into place. And it's like, it's this whole thing of trusting the universe. Or, yeah. or trusting that 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 the right things will happen because I am a firm believer, like like what you were. It's like touching back on what I was saying about um about me last year, about me falling apart last year. That was meant to happen. That was one hundred percent meant to happen. I am eternally grateful for it. But if that didn't happen when it did, then if the disaster would have been ten times would have been ten times bigger. Because less than, than what six months later, then I, lo- I lost my grandmother. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So that had to happen when it did, because otherwise the ramifications would have been ten times worse. So it's kind of trusting that 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 things are happening as they should, and so long as you're doing your bit and you're do, doing the right, doing the things that you want to do, and, and doing the things that feel right, everything else will come. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And that's something I've really had to learn, I think, in the last year of just that surrender, just that letting go and just trusting, as you said, that if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. And if not, then there's something better there, you know? Yeah. Um, Best bit of advice mommy ever gave me what's for you won't pass you. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. it. It's so true. Like, it's so, so true. And sometimes we can be blocking things by you know, hanging on to them and obsessing over them and why isn't this happening now? And we end up coming a bit negative about it and putting up these roadblocks that just don't need to be there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I just think, yeah, like right now, surrender is just what comes up for me totally. Just surrender, oh, you know. Like just none of us know like what's gonna happen at the end of this, like, you know, with our business or with anything, like we just don't know. But if you just trust that um you are looked after and that everything is happening for your highest good and just let you know, just let that wash over you and just let the fear be taken away, you know. Yeah. Just a little side note from Grace. Um, as soon as Sive and I got into the conversation, it started to flow and I forgot to clarify uh, what we were talking about when we mentioned the jewellery. So for those of you who don't know, Sive makes these very beautiful handmade pieces with um, healing crystals. So that is what we were talking about here. So tell me how the jewellery started. Okay, so how the jewellery started... Um, was literally I was at home one Saturday and which is unheard of for me obviously because I work in the salon my daughter was, <laughs> she'd been sick all that night I think with a vomiting bug I think at the time it was around last August I'd say or maybe it was last July yeah I think it was maybe last July last summer sometime anyway late summer and um so I'd been up one night with her and I was out of work for that day and she'd eventually gone she was starting to get better she'd eventually gone for a nap and I just got this inspired thought. I was just like, like for me, I suppose, like since I'm about 23, I've always worn crystal jewelry, um, mm. namely kind of like choker kind of neck pieces. I always love kind of the gold choker and the, mm. the crystal, you know? And um, so I'd always been kind of looking for different pieces and stuff, kind of found it very hard to find. But I suppose that's where my original inspiration would have come from. Mm. And then that day, I just got that, that spark of, inspiration I can't it did I don't know where it came from it just came I hadn't it hadn't been something that I've been thinking about for like a year beforehand it was just like I need to make I need to make this okay so I had a, like a lump of black tourmaline that I had and then I was like I need wire so I was looking around my house for wire couldn't find <laughs> any and my boyfriend is a musician so he had guitar strings there so yeah. I tried with and it was too thick and then the second one that I tried with then was perfect so I actually he still wears it I actually the first one I made is black tourmaline with um a guitar string basically around it to create the the pendant and um uh yeah so that was the first one and then I can't remember I think I just tinkered around then I actually ended up getting proper wire then yeah um, yeah yeah and, and, <laughs> around with different things and I created a couple more pieces and then I think people just started asking me to make them for them um so I did and that was it it's kind of evolved from there but I kind of know now I kind of know um I'm, I'm a lot more confident with it like I feel my confidence growing with it and um you know I literally put one up and I'd be like I don't even know if so I don't know if someone's gonna get this but you know whoever you know if someone would go to someone would and I would just kind of leave it up and straight away like sometimes I'd get like you know seven or eight messages about it saying I want to buy it you know and I'm like mm -hmm. oh my god there's only one you know so what what I've had to do now is um kind of get more supplies so that I can make a couple more of each one so that there's not just the one but each one would be different because it's totally handmade mm -hmm. yeah. um and then I realized, you know, like it's been, it's been a process because then I've realized, you know, I really want to, I'd clear them all anyway, but I was like, you know, I really want to infuse them. So now I've started infusing them, using and singing bold, kind of infuse them, um, just with love and putting intentions and stuff like that into the crystals as well mm -hmm. for the 
because I want the people who wear this jewelry to just feel um, like they're glowing. You know, I just mm. want them to feel like they're loved and that they're loved and that they're protected. You know, because um, that's where it came from. Um, for me, I suppose it was I'd be quite sensitive um, and I'd be picking up on a lot of other people's energies and being a hairdresser, I'm directly in people's energy mm -hmm. fields. But I had to learn very, very quickly how to protect, how to protect myself, how to have healthy boundaries with my energy field as to not be taking on other people's stuff. So yeah, uh, it's been a, a journey, but um, I absolutely love. I just, I just love it. Like I just love, and I love just sitting down and working with crystals and um, working with the different vibrations and researching the crystals. Like a lot of the time, it's just intuitive. Um, mm -hmm. um, you know, there was one I did actually at the start of kind of the lock, uh, the this whole thing and um it was I, I i did um a piece with bismuth on it and then when i looked up bismuth afterwards it was like this is for isolation you know for people who feel alone and i was like wow you know like wow that's so out for the I love I love things like that like when like synchronicities I would be big on you know you hear yeah. things so for yeah. anyone who doesn't know what that what that means it's kind of it could well it can mean a number of things but one way I I would look at it is say if you mention something to me today and then I'm listening to something tomorrow and I hear something about that thing and then my mother says something about it and I'm like well okay three times three times in a week the same thing I need to go look into that exactly <laughs> something exactly. in this for me I need to I need to kind of suss this out so I love all of that kind of stuff and I love when it when it feels like some like someone or something has just sent it to you like you were meant yes. to do that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. And that actually happened to me recently. I got, I don't know if you got sent this, but I got added into a group for this 21 Days of Abundance. Um, it's like a WhatsApp group with those people in it. And it's actually Deepak Chopra and Oprah Winfrey, I think, um, do it together. Um, oh, I don't cool. know. If, um, no, I this, sounds, this sounds amazing. Yeah. And um, I got added into a group for that. And I kind of, I was like mm, looking into it. And then I just didn't do it. And then I got added into another one. So when I got added into another one, I was like, okay, so now I'm actually doing it because I'm like, okay, I need to do this. This is obviously something like, you know, that mm -hmm. I really need to do. And it's just about being aware and um, like more synchronicities are like the numbers. I don't know if you, would you see I love a lot of I, if, if, my mo if my mother is listening to this, she will start laughing because I love them and I have my mother's head done in because I'd be going around I'm like, one, 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 two, 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 look at this, look at this. So, so I'm saying my history, I'd say on my um, bonus max, I'm always looking up like afterwards, I'd like angel number, you know, even if it's like one, three, one, three, like what that means or, but you know, like, I think it's just, it's affirmative, isn't it? And it's just that, mm -hmm. like, it just backs up that knowing that, you know, I'm on my path. I just, yeah. I'm on my path, you know, I can let everything go. I'm supported, you know. Yeah. I just take it as a little wink. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like, okay, whatever I'm doing, I'm doing the right thing. Okay. And it, it actually, I find it helps me massively with my anxiety because I do, 
I have, right, my anxiety is more under control now than it ever, ever has been. And I have a much healthier relationship with my anxiety now. It's not something yeah. that I kind of look at and go, I hate you. It's more of yeah. a thing or like, leave me alone. It's more of a thing now where I'm like, okay, what are you trying to tell me? And how can I make this a rational thought? as opposed to panic station, whatever is going on there. But the numbers, I find, I see them and I'm like, oh, okay, go me. And it does yeah. actually help a little bit, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, right, we're on the right path. We'll just keep going. It's fine. Exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, even what you were saying there about like, the anxiety and the thoughts and the thinking and, uh, you know, going into these narratives, you might have a thought and then you go start building this narrative around it and um about resisting it as well and then you get the anxiety because you're yeah. you know back in the story and it just spirals kind of from there and just learning to reprogram yourself to just not resist it and to mm -hmm. just this the thought it's there it's just thinking yeah. you know it's not, yeah. it's not it's not just acknowledge that it's there and then let it go you know and even meditation is really good for that because you yeah. get to see all, you know, it's difficult at the start because like, you're being bombarded with all this stuff, you know, but yeah. once you can get into that routine of just acknowledging the thought and not putting any weight behind it, like whether it's a good one or a bad one, and then just letting it go, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's something, you know, and I think now for a lot of people, that's probably something their thinking mind is probably ruling a lot of their decisions and how they're acting and stuff like that, you know, when really... Yeah um it can be a little bit irrational at times you know and um we need to kind of like let that go a little bit and just tune in to what's behind that you know oh totally um, yeah. yeah um a really really valuable piece of information that i got um it's actually i mentioned this book in the first podcast and i posted about it on instagram and facebook yesterday it's called stress less accomplish more and yeah. in that, the author, Emily Fletcher, says, and she actually repeats this twice in the book to leave it sink home, which I thought was brilliant. But she says that the mind thinks the same way that your heart beats. You, you can't control the fact that you think. You can't yeah. stop yourself from thinking. You can't, like, it's just thoughts just come and go and they come and go. And I think like say the other night I was lying in my bed and I couldn't sleep and um I used to I mean, I've always had trouble sleeping but I used to get really agitated like I'd be thinking about all of these things and I'd get really agitated and annoyed in the bed and I'd be like why can I not just go to sleep and why am I thinking about all of these things but the other night I was I was lying in the bed and all of these thoughts were coming and going and it's it's really freeing just to lie there and bear witness to these thoughts rather than taking them on and interacting with them. But then, like I was, I was again still lying in the bed, and I thought of something that happened the year before last um, under the influence of alcohol, and it was I thought about it, it was so mortifying. Uh, at the time and it was so mortifying for me a year and a half later while lying in my bed that I actually my whole body started to like tense up and I started to cringe and then I was like I have my head my hands like that going, oh no 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 and then I was I was there I was like wait why am I getting so bent out of shape over something that happened a year and a half ago yeah. And then I, I was kind of thinking about it then again and in the wind up I just I just started pissing myself laughing in the bed because 
it was it was the thing that I the thing that happened was funny to be fair for everybody yeah. else but me. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's just kind of you know just not to get so not to get so involved with your own thoughts as in just let them pass by just let them come in and out and just don't get over you don't you don't have to interact with them if you don't want to you can just kind of just watch them or just or hear them yeah. whatever way your thoughts come to you feel them whatever and just kind of be like okay yeah. let them come and let them go yeah and even the laughing even being able to laugh to yourself you know <laughs> and lighten up a little bit i think we kind of sometimes you can make life so serious and it's like that's not what it's about just like you know and sometimes i have to like remind myself that sometimes just lighten up you know just lighten yeah. up and like straight away then you just you feel different you know like you're not putting all this weight and stress over things that really and i think in this in this era like what we're going through at the moment we have no control over it like at all whatsoever like absolutely no control so the only thing we have control over is our response to it you know and how mm -hmm. we feel how we act and that's the only thing that you know that we have respons responsibility for i suppose at the moment um and that's really interesting because um you know it just it, i suppose it challenges everybody you know because usually when these um things can happen like you were speaking in the last podcast about getting an email about um, a payment bouncing, I think, in your account. Yeah, yeah like yeah, that's yeah. not a You can beat yourself up about that for a week and get stressed and be like, mm -hmm. have all these scenarios in your head. Or you can just like let it go. Like it's nothing you can do. Like, you know, just let it go, you know. Absolutely. And like, move on with your life. Not even, you know, it's not significant really in, in the grander scheme of things. Oh, 100%. And as I suppose it's like we can, we can get ourselves into a heap about these small little things that, yes, in that moment they matter, but in yeah. 10 minutes' time or in an hour's time or in a few weeks' time, they're not going to matter. And it's kind of looking at, looking at, at the problem and be like, right, realistically, how life-altering is this issue? It is, mm. it isn't. And, and it's just kind of moving on from it then, uh, accepting it. And then just yes. getting, get just kind of moving on. But this week, you know what we today's Monday. Last week, <laughs> last week when I was editing the podcast, I edited the podcast on my computer rather than doing it in Anchor. And then I went to upload it to Anchor so I could add in like the music and stuff. But the whole so I spent like two and a, two and a half hours editing this podcast. Not that there's much to do; it's just kind of hard to listen to your own voice, so you have to yeah. stop and start the whole time. Um. So yeah, edited the whole thing, spent about two and a half hours on it. The file corrupted, and okay. so then it was. So then I was just sitting here, I was like, "What can I do about this?" Only laugh. So I did. Yes. I just I laughed. I went down my back door, I went down to my mother's house and I went down onto the trampoline for 20 minutes and then I was like, right, okay, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, like you can get, but it, it, no, it's, it's, it is at the start when you're trying, when you're trying to kind of come around to these ideas, it is, it is easier said than done, but <clears throat> we don't have to, we don't have to emotionally react to everything. We can yeah. observe and we can decide, right, okay, how much does this affect me? And yeah. Yeah, there will be emotional reactions to some things, of course there will. But I think if we can kind of realize that 
that we don't have to get so bent out of shape about a, about a lot of things. There's a lot, there's a lot of freedom in that. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, and that's it. I think when you can learn how to master your own reactions and your own inner peace, that's when your whole life will change, you know, mm -hmm. that to not be um, influenced so much by the chaos that surrounds us, you know, and more so about um, how we, you know, our own emotions and like that, how we interact um, with those things as well. So, yeah, that's where our power is. That is where our power is. Oh yeah, totally. And I, I definitely, I definitely make myself sound like I'm the most emotionally stable person in the world. Don't worry, I do it. I do get emotional, but I do yeah. find that when you realize, like what you're, like what we're saying about reactions, when you do, um, when you do realize that that you don't have to kind of react to everything, there's there's yeah. an awful lot of power in that, and there's an awful lot of freedom in it, and just an awful lot of peace in us. Yes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. I agree with you there. I'm I'm yeah. all about I'm all about the peace and um just kind of just kind of move through life rather than kind of bouncing through it going ah! because that's what I yeah. did for for a very long time and it is exhausting. Yeah, it is exhausting. I think you you can be your own worst enemy. I know I have been for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and being when you're so hard on yourself all the time, which is a lot of what when you can't control things that are happening outside of yourself, but you can't, um, you know, you can beat yourself up a little bit about it, you know, mm -hmm. and um, at the end of the day, like all we have is ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. like really, and um, just to show ourselves a bit of compassion, you know, that's, um, I think that's really important as well, you know, and like that, if your purpose for today is, if you feel like, like I actually, um, saw this i think it was uh neve crone and i don't know if you follow her on on instagram but i think she was saying she was reading she was seeing a lot of like people posting about like raising your vibration and stuff like that mm -hmm. but she said um raising you know raising your vibration is doing whatever you want to do in that moment which mm -hmm. is if that's just putting on a film and making yourself some hot chocolate like that's mm -hmm. it like that is raising your vibration instead of like no to be this person is meditating in this certain way and no, not do, at all. no like that's that's going against what you need to do right now in that second mm -hmm. like it, like i need to do a workout because whatever it's like why are you doing that workout are you doing that workout because for love or is it out of fear you know and i yeah. think that's really important to figure out what choices are you making out of love and what choices are you making out of fear and being yeah. able to acknowledge that within yourself and then go with love all the way you know mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like it's like knowing knowing what things that you love to do. So, for yeah. example, cooking I think is a really good example. So, if you are if you have to cook a dinner for somebody, and you're kind of like, oh God, I have to go do that now. I have to I have to make them food and I have to do this. Well, there's not a whole lot of there, there might not necessarily be a whole lot of love in that because it feels like an obligation. But then if you're at home on your own on a day off and you're like, I would just love to make a lasagna. Well then, there yeah. you go. Make your lasagna. Yeah. If you want to lie down and yeah. put your feet on the or put your feet up, do. If you want to go for if you if you want to go for a walk, do. Like I yeah. think we kind of we 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 as humans have an awful habit of telling ourselves constantly what to do. Be like, no, you have to do that, and you have to do this, and you have to go to the gym, and you have to stop eating like that, and you have to do this. And yeah, be healthy, be active. But do it on your terms. So, for example, I 
I lost my love for the gym. I was last year. I was so when this breakdown happened, one of the things I did do was join the gym because um, I wanted. I really wanted to at the time, and I was going to the gym six days a week, and I was loving it, absolutely mm. loving it. And then one morning, I woke up and I was like. Ugh. I don't want to go to yeah. the gym anymore. I don't even go to the gym anymore. And I cancelled. And it, but three months, three months later, I was still like, maybe I should go to the gym. And I was still paying my membership. And then I was like, no, I cancelled my membership. And that was the best thing I ever did because the minute I cancelled my gym membership, I started going for more walks. And I started yeah. doing, I started doing more yoga at home. And yeah. and and just because I wanted to, not because I had to. And there's yes. so much more enjoyment in that. So I think it's kind of like, say, with fitness, find what aspect of fitness you like. So if mm. you like going to the gym and you like busting your arse in the gym, absolutely do it. Yeah. But if you would rather go for a walk or if you would rather go to Pilates or if you would rather do whatever, go surfing, whatever, then do that. You know, there's, there are, as they say, there are many ways, there are more than one ways to skin a cat. So do you know what I mean? Like do whatever, yeah. whatever you want to and not necessarily what you feel like you have to. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, mm. definitely. Now, Mrs. Will we leave it at that? Yeah, perfect. And thank you very much for coming on because I really, really, no really enjoyed this. Thank you. No, you're very welcome. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you got something out of that. I know I certainly got an awful lot out of the out of what Sive had to say. If you would like to see more of Sive's jewellery or see more of what she's doing, you can follow her on Instagram. So her Instagram handle is just Sive, which is S-I-A-D-B-H. Thank you very much for listening and I hope you all have a great week.